You are now tuning in to Discover Your Potential with radio talk show host Dan Gilman, Cindy Gilman's son. So listen, participate, be inspired, know that you can discover your potential. Here he is, Dan Gilman. You have something special. Everyone you have greatness within you. There's purpose in our pain. This message is brought to you by Manny Lopez. From the start, it was hard, it was dark. At 18 months, me and my sister was left in a car. I was a foster kid, but I changed that no. I believe it was meant to be. Yeah. I went from an orphan to CEO. Welcome to Discover Your Potential. I'm your host, Dan Gilman, and I have a very special guest today. He's named one of the best by Facebook, and he's also paid consultant to over a thousand brands worldwide. Manny Lopez, Manny's helped create and enhance speakers, coaches, authors, and consultants and uh, PR opportunities. He's a husband and father of three, and he devotes his time to creating a lifestyle of being too blessed to be stressed. Welcome, Manny. I truly appreciate you, and it's an honor for you to be here. Excited to be here as well, Dan. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you. Uh, so I would love to learn more for, for viewers and listeners that don't really know your story. Um, I would love to have them learn more about you and what your childhood was like. I know you've been through a lot of adversity. You faced a lot of adversity in life, and actually I've resonated even though I'm, I'm not an orphan per se, but I was actually assaulted when I was a child in middle school. Um, I, I've, I felt kind of really close. It resonated with your story. So I'd love to hear more about you. Sure. So I guess a lot of where my story comes from is being in the foster care system. Um, at around 18 months, I was left in a car, nothing but a diaper on. And shortly after that experience, me and my sister are bouncing around to foster homes and we've suffered everything from malnutrition, abuse, neglect, torture, you name it. Mm. Um, and it's a big passion for me because not necessarily too much that it affects me a lot in my own personal journey, which it, I would say it does still. But the focus for me is to change that system. I want to be able to change the system from the aging out statistic of two out of three kids that go through the foster care system and they don't get adopted are ending up dead, homeless, or in jail within a year of leaving our system. And so I want to see that statistic reverse to where two out of three kids have a mentor, they understand entrepreneurship, and they own their own business. Um, that's kind of the way I've gone through my focus of being able to overcome my adversity and to kind of create that lifestyle of being too blessed to be stressed is to say, you know, everything does happen for a reason, even the chaos. And one day that chaos can be someone else's survival guide. The foster care system comes with a lot of baggage. I mean, 60% of sex trafficking victims in the United States come from foster care, 60%. Oh, 
Oh one God. in five of these kids on their 18th birthday instantly become homeless because they're no longer getting uh, a paycheck to that family who's supporting them. So they just replace them. And, you know, there's not really much of a guidance path for them because most of the people around them just see them as an unwanted birthday toy. Right. So what can, what can people do actually to support this effort to really fix this issue? I think I mean, a lot of it or, comes with mentorship. If they could get an understanding that there's people out there that have gone through similar experiences and they're already on the other side and they're teaching others how to do that, they need to see that example. That's what it was for me. Back in like 2008, my first mentor got me to start listening to a guy by the name of Les Brown. And for me, I didn't see one example out there that was successful that had a similar story to mine. So every time I saw somebody successful, there was always that excuse. Well, they didn't come from the foster care system. They didn't have to go through what I went through. So I, I can't relate to that. They, they had their ability to win where I did it. But then I saw Les Brown as an example, adopted just like myself. He's gone through foster care, many challenges growing up, yeah. very similar life experiences to where I was like, huh, it is possible. And once I had that mindset shift, that was all it needed because now it was just like, it is possible. I just have to find the way it's not the way I'm going. I have to go different routes or I have to figure out a way to pivot from here to there. Yeah. But I knew there was a path for me. And that was, I would say the biggest difference. maker. And did, when did you actually get to meet Les? I met him in 2012. So I got, um, I put him on my, my like bucket list to be able to shake his hand one day because he was my, my inspiration to starting my own business. I became an entrepreneur because I saw that example and fear just went right out the window. And fast forward to 2012, it's close to the end of the year, I get a call from a guy by the name of Bernie Dorman, who runs an organization called CEO Space. And they wanted me to join this group. And it was like a $7,500 investment. I was like, this is crazy. I started my business for less money than this. I would never spend that much money and going to one event. That's nuts, right? And um, then he leads the, the call and he's like, all right, well, you know, if you can make it great, you know, we're going to have Les Brown as our keynote this year. And I'm like, wait a second, Les Brown, like the, the I got to be hungry, Les Brown. He's like, yeah, that guy. And I'm like, I, I have to meet that guy like that. That's been my biggest thing. Like, I have to meet him. And so that was an opportunity to, to meet him. And I found a way to make it happen. I was like, all right, I'll find a way. I didn't have the seventy five hundred bucks in the account at the time. I had to really make make ends meet in a very unique way to do it. And uh, I ended up making it happen. I met him in 2012. We took a picture, hung out in this hotel room uh, with about five or six other people talking to cool opportunity. And I ended up meeting his son from that point. And where me and his son hit it off so well, we're five days part, uh, apart in age. And wow. he had just found out he was become a father. I was already a father. So he was like, Hey, how, what am I going to be doing? How do I do this? Right. And so we stayed connected. We stayed very close. And once I got named one of the best by Facebook, it got through to Les Brown's team. And that's where they ended up calling me in like 2014 to say, Hey, we need your help. And that was the first time I was able to actually collaborate with Les Brown on a project and the rest wow. is history. As I say, that's great. That's wonderful. So your company actually uh, helps lots of kids. So I'd love to learn more about that. And, and, and that's why I was talking about what can people do? What can listeners do to help you 
really expand your efforts and and keep doing this because I'm a big I I'm a big um, supporter of helping kids. I've I've written two children's books that I'd like to get published soon, but I'd really love to hear more about you and what you're doing because that is like dear to me and dear to my heart. So in in 2017, I, I started a program called From Orphan to CEO. And it was a culmination of me just realizing I've got to create a solution, not just talk about ideas. I, I, I hate that kind of focus of, we got to do this, we got to do this. So look at how, oh, uh, I don't know, right? So I was like, well, before I start talking about it, I'm going to create a solution. I'm going to find a way to implement what it is that I want to see happening. And so my focus was mentorship and entrepreneurship. It was saying, well, if we could get people to understand how to find a mentor and how to build their own dreams so they don't have to wait for permission to build someone else's, let's create that. And so I created a school, I call it the Manny, and it's completely free to our students, completely free globally, where I take all of the education and resources that I've created and that my members are creating to build this whole ecosystem of mentorship and entrepreneurship. They go sign up at our school online and they actually get rewarded to go to school. We kind of flipped it on its head. Because I kind of looked at it as, well, look at look at our existing education system, right? Our kids go to school. The school gets funding for every kid that shows up to class. But none of the students see that money. Imagine if we as kids going to school, every time we showed up to school, the principal's out there handing out money to all the students that showed up on time, right? Every time you went to class, every class, right. the teacher's handing out money for everything you participate in. These kids will show up. And they will show up to the max. And that was kind of the idea is looking at the gamification model and combining that with education. So now mm -hmm. our students actually get rewarded to go to school versus having to pay or going to debt to get to school. The money motivation. I see. That's interesting. I, I mean, we do it with everything. Our kids are playing video games and it's gamified. Like the, the way yeah. I actually came up with the idea of Manny Bucks was watching my kids playing Fortnite. It's a video game. And <laughs> yes. Ordered in V bucks to play the game, and they can use those V bucks to buy, you know, outfits for their characters, and you know, upgrades and all that kind of stuff. And that's, in essence, what we do with shopping as well. You go shopping at your favorite stores, and you all have rewards, and you're getting points, and you can use those points to buy things from that store, right? I'm like, well, yep. why don't we do that with education? Every time they show up to school or engage in class, all the things that would, you know, cultivate that learning experience, let's reward them for it. And so we started that in 2017. We're now over 30,000 students globally. We're wow. active in 86 countries and we just keep growing every day. That's incredible. That's, that's wonderful. I'm so glad to hear that you're touching so many people's lives. It's just incredible. That, that right. in itself. Would... Right in the example, right? Us as entrepreneurs have the solutions. I could wait until somebody else comes up with a solution or just yeah. create it myself. And we fund it through a Tom Shoes business model. So our students don't have to pay anything. We have no investors. We have no sponsors. We have no grants. It's wow. not a nonprofit. There's no revenue that comes in to from Orphan to CEO. I just have a business that generates results and we can generate more opportunities and resources for the school just by doing that. Oh, that's, that's, that's great. So you're not looking for any donations at all. It's just all. No, no, we don't ask for donations. We don't want your money folks. <laughs> what we want is you guys to think of ideas that you can implement. If you're watching this and you're an entrepreneur, 
look at something you're passionate about. It may not be foster care, maybe something in your own personal experience that you could say, man, I wish this solution was this easy to implement for people. If they could only understand how to do this, we could help so many people and don't realize you could implement that by growing your business. Like look at Tom's shoes. It's a for-profit company, normal shoe company, but for every pair of shoes that somebody buys, they give a pair of shoes away to somebody that would never be able to afford a pair of shoes. In the same sense, that's what we do in my business. You can do that in your business. Take a product or service you have and be able to serve at least two people for every one customer that you bring in and voila, you've got your funding model. Yeah, I'd love to talk to you about um, about your business networking mm-hmm. that you're also doing and also about events that you put on too. Love to share that with people. Yeah, these are like filming dates for the school. So when I host these events, like everything I do now, it's got to be a win-win. It's got to be a win for the business. It's got to be a win for the From Orphan CEO project. So when I host these like virtual speed networking events, I'm interviewing experts on their topic we record those segments and those become classes inside of manifestation. So our students get to hear another example of an entrepreneur building their dream, hear a little bit about their story. So hopefully there's some type of relation they can see from that and they can go, wow, there is somebody like me that's going out there and building their own dream. Right. And so that's kind of the idea is I host these events where it's a win-win for the businesses that we bring in because they get to network with themselves. They get to create opportunities and, and all that fun stuff. And then at the same time, I'm recording segments for my school that our students can learn from. So very easy win-win on that regard. Oh, that sounds great. Um, also, I, I, I wanted to go back to uh, adversity. And I, I know you've talked about this in, in your life. But you mentioned something that I found very interesting, that you discovered a few simple concepts that I thought our listeners would be kind of interested in just in their own kind of process as well or situations that they're in. But I'd love to hear more about that. Well, the two blessed to be stressed model that that is more than just a saying, right? It's, it's really an understanding of what you truly have. Like I remember when my, my first mentor, that's what he was saying to me all the time. He's like, Danny, I'm too blessed to be stressed, too blessed to be stressed. And Originally, I thought it was just something fun to say, and then he kind of broke it down what it actually meant. And it's really looking at life where there's always something that you can look at and say, I am blessed, right? We all go through chaos. We all go through adversity. We all have difficult challenges in life, but more than often, they're focusing on the challenges. They're focusing on the adversity. And that too blessed to be stressed is really a reminder to look at the blessings you have. Like I could look at, I got a roof over my head. I got, you know, internet's working so we can connect here. I've got a family that loves and supports me. I've got all of these things that I can look at. Just having running water for most people would be a blessing, yes. right? And yet I'm, I'm over here just taking it for granted that it's just there and I can turn the hot and cold on whenever I want. So it's the small little things in life that truly create the blessings that we could focus on and be happy and positive about Versus looking at the chaos and be like, ah, how am I going to deal with that? Oh my gosh, that's driving me nuts. And then you become too stressed to be blessed and that's no fun. Yeah, that's true. I I guess the question is how do people get past that with mindset? You know, it's it's an understanding, right? I mean, it's, it's not easy. It's difficult. You know, there's plenty of days where I'm too stressed to be blessed, but then I have to remind myself and I have to literally like sometimes write it out. 
to be like, this is why I'm blessed. This is why I'm blessed. This is why I'm blessed. And I'm pretty sure you could, if you get to a point where you're just sitting there thinking of all the things that you're blessed, that page will be full in no time. And that's, that's that understanding that there is so much to be thankful for and how to actually implement that is a re- reality of getting your, getting out of your own way. Right. I mean, we are the ones that stop us from winning. We are the ones that procrastinate. We're the ones that know what we need to do, but we're not doing it. We're not implementing what we know to be true because we sit there in either fear mode or lack mode or just I don't think I can do it mode. And in reality, if we just understand that positive mindset of I can win, it is possible for me. And finding mentorship. Mentorship is finding somebody who is at least 10 years ahead of you, who's already done what you're willing to do. You're not looked at as competition. You're looked at as somebody that they could actually really pour into. That's what I usually look for is if you're if you're feeling stuck, find a mentor. Look for the things that you want to accomplish. Find somebody that's already done it and learn from them. They're willing to teach you. In most cases, they'd be happy to teach you what it is that they've already learned because they want to look at it as like, man, if I was to go back and start all over again, how would I do it differently? And if they're 10 years ahead of you, think about it. It means you're going to have to work 10 years to get to that point. So you're not looked at as competition because in 10 years time, they're going to be 10 years ahead of you even more. So, you know, it's really an understanding of you've got to find something you love you turn that into a business so you can do something you love, become an entrepreneur so you can build your own dream versus waiting for permission to build someone else's and use yeah. mentorship to shortcut the learning curve. Otherwise, you're just going to be like throwing stuff to the wall to see what sticks. Right. And out of 100 things you throw up there, maybe three will stick. Right. But in mentorship, they're going to already tell you what three things to focus on versus that 97 that are just wasting your time yeah, no, that's that's really interesting, and also you mentioned too having, a, besides the the mentoring as well, but having people in your circle, having people of circle of influence, who are smarter than you or who are doing you know what you want to do. But I guess that kind of relates to mentoring. Uh, but having that circle of of they always say your network is your net worth, or at least I know that's what. Les Brown always used to tell me too. Gotta look at with the network. I look at it as I'm a sponge for knowledge. Like I have to, I have to grow and I have to learn. If I'm the smartest person in the room, I'm definitely in the wrong room because what am I going to be doing there? Nothing. I mean, I could, if I'm, if I'm in a servant mode, like I'm teaching students all day, I love to be the smartest one in the room because they're all going to be sponges there to be able to take in that wisdom, but I can't grow my own personal growth by just serving and just teaching. I have to be learning. I have to be gaining more knowledge and wisdom. I have to look at what's already working and how can I learn from that and implement that to get better results with what I do, right? It's simplifying in that sense. So with my networking, I'm constantly looking at, you know, how do I get in the right rooms and how do I collaborate with the right people and for me, the For More Fitness CEO project is our focus. So I'm looking for speakers, coaches, authors, consultants that are active in the industries they teach and they're willing to share the process. Some entrepreneurs you come across and they just have this lack mentality that they think that if I share it, they won't need me. If I tell people about how to do it, they will never hire me. In reality, you're actually attracting your prospects by giving away the process. 
Trust me, they're not going to do it without you. Out of 100 people that you would share your process, let's say you're a business owner, you're watching this right now, and you're like, you know what, I teach a process I can get really good results with, but they have to pay me to learn it, right? In reality, what you could easily do is document the process. Have it kind of like a little blueprint, right? And you're just like, hey, guys, I'll give you my blueprint. I just need feedback. Tell me if it works or not. You start off by getting contact information, right? Mm. Get the cell phone number, get the email address, get something where you can actually engage with them back and forth and realize that out of 100 people you'd give your blueprint to, three of them will attempt to take results. Three. The other 97 of them are literally just waiting for you to reach out to them to take that next step. That's how you build your a real true consulting or coaching business is by sharing the process. And that's what's going to build your network. That's great. That That's a great uh, advice. Um, I always ask this question too. Um, how did you, because besides, you know, talking about business, but how do you feel that you've discovered your potential? That's, I mean, the premise of the show is discover your potential. Um, my mother started this show about 30, almost 30 years ago. It's incredible is, is one of the things, but how, how did you feel like you've discovered your potential or are you still, I, I know for me, I'm, I'm still discovering my potential. I look at it. There's a formula that I teach entrepreneurs on kind of discovering what they're good at which could lead to potential, could lead to passion and that kind of stuff. I call it the three E's and that's easy, exciting experience. Whatever it is that you're doing in life, right? There's going to be things that you love to do for fun, things that you want to do to make money, things that are going to be a passion project for you, but they need to check off the three E's if that's going to be what you think would be your potential. It's got to be easy for you to do. It's got to be exciting for you to go learn about and talk about and you have to have experience with getting measurable results. That is where you can truly expand and build a network around that because people want to learn processes. They want to learn what people can get results with, and they're willing to pay for that. That literally could be what you monetize to give everything away for free, like exactly what I do. I look at my skill sets that are easy, exciting, and I have experience with doing and I utilize that to generate revenue that I can utilize for whatever purpose I want with manifestation, with growing my other businesses. It could be all kinds of different areas of expertise. But at the end of the day, if that's not checking off those three E's, I don't really see it as a future potential. It's not going to last. It may be a hobby. It could be something that you're doing for fun. But if you really want to be able to wake up excited about something, check off those threes. It's really that simple. Wow, that's incredible. So can people actually join your, um, can they actually apply for the course that you that you have? Is that online? Yeah, like if you look at manifestation.com, it's completely free. You'll see that you could sign up for free, get into our school. The only thing you need is an email and that's just what you can log in with. You don't even have to put in an, an accurate email. It could just be joeblow at joeblow.com. It's just Something to where you have your own username and password so you can track your Manny Bucks, how much Manny Bucks you're earning and collaborating with, and then utilize them to collaborate with our members. Right? We have over 100 active members that you can unlock an opportunity with just by going to school. So watching videos, it's kind of like a Netflix for business yeah. that rewards you to binge watch our content. 
right? You're not gonna get charged a monthly subscription. There's no upsells. It's just simply access. Like I pour in as much education wow. and resources as I can and all of the do-it-yourself processes we give away for free. And most of them you can actually get rewarded in many bucks to try and just learn from. Oh, I've got to try some of those too. That sounds great. Uh, and and also, can people join your your networking, your your business network that you have? Yes, on that same website, one of the tabs says events, so you can see all of our upcoming events, how to register for them, uh, and and get plugged in. We have events happening at least once a month, twice a month. Uh, this month we have two events happening for uh, December. We've got multiple happening in January. We've got a couple in February. So. We're definitely staying busy over here and there's always more opportunities. Thank you very much for your inspiration and your, and your just uh, ray of energy. Truly appreciate it. And, and also giving hope to kids who absolutely need your support. And that's, and that's something that's, you know, dear to me. One of the biggest things that I, I always tell people is that everyone has a genius within them. Everyone has something that they are really, really, really good at that other people would be glad to learn from. And if you just applied yourself in the arena of mentorship and entrepreneurship and use faith as a foundation that you are truly building something for the next generation and not just for your own personal wealth, right? You'll truly look at things that can bring you joy and happiness in life. I mean, that's kind of the idea with us as entrepreneurs is finding something we really truly love to do, getting results with it, and then teaching it to the next generation. Have that idea that you truly want to serve your way to success. And that's what you'll create of being too blessed to be stressed. Well, thank you so much, Manny. I truly appreciate your time today. And I know the listeners um, are going to be really excited to see hear this episode. So I'm excited to see it as well. This is fun stuff, man. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, no, thank you. This is Cindy Gilman, and you're listening to Discover Your Potential. So until next time, do something nice for yourself, but do something nice for someone else. Oh, no.